Hello everyone, I'm Michael Kubelman, Senior Associate for South Asia at the Wilson Center, and I'm here with Jonathan Schroden. He's the Director of CNA's Countering Threats and Challenges Program. And we're going to be talking about the um, Afghanistan-U.S. Democratic Peace and Prosperity Council, which has just come out with uh, a series of recommendations on Afghanistan uh, that were prepared uh, for Congress. And so, um, John, why don't you start off and just giving your reaction to these recommendations? Yeah, thanks. It's great to join you today, Michael. Um, yeah, I read them this morning, and it's a really well-crafted list overall, um, right? There's There's been a lot of discussion recently about now that the decision to withdraw uh, has been made by President Biden, you know, what should the U.S. policy be in a post-withdrawal environment? And there's a lot of interesting discussion about that. Um, and this document raises a number of, of points that speak to what such a post-withdrawal policy might be. Uh, I'll just touch on a couple that jump out at me and, and we can get into a conversation about it. The, the ones that jump out at me are, you know, their, their first bullet is to maintain funding for the Afghan security forces at levels that are equivalent to um, this year's funding level, which is about $4 billion per year. Um, and I think that's both an important one to, to open with, um, given that Afghanistan's security forces are going to remain a key pillar of um, the Afghan government going forward, especially once the U.S. withdraws uh, along with its NATO partners. Um, and I think it's actually reasonable that the U.S. would continue to provide um, that amount of money, at least for the next year or two. Uh, so that seemed like a good place to start. Uh, I'll, I'll jump. That's their first one. I'll jump down to number three, uh, which I think is a lot more contentious, uh, which is uh, their recommendation to maintain air combat support and counterterrorism support um, from U.S. regional asset locations, which is to say they're recommending that the U.S. continue to fly drone flights over Afghanistan and continue to provide airstrikes um, in support of Afghan security forces, but from locations outside of Afghanistan. And I think that one is is relatively problematic in so much as I'm not sure the Taliban would accept that as being aligned with the U.S.-Taliban agreement. And so that would create some problems. Uh, and I'm not sure that the, the U.S. administration has any interest in dedicating those types of resources uh, to Afghanistan going forward. But but I'm interested in your thoughts on that particular aspect as well as the, the list overall. Yeah, I, I concur with you. I think that the third recommendation, the one that you just outlined, and also another one which I'll discuss, really highlight the, the challenges of U.S. policy in Afghanistan post-withdrawal. So indeed, you know, this idea of um, the U.S. maintaining intelligence collection in Afghanistan and continuing the drones uh, drone operations, I can't imagine the Taliban agreeing to that. And also, um, you know, the sort of like the what's become an evergreen question for those of us monitoring um, Afghanistan policy, you know, where do you base that capacity? There's been all kinds of discussions about this notion of over the horizon capacity and which neighboring countries might be suitable. There's no guarantee that the U.S. will be able to work out arrangements in neighboring countries. And the other one I want to highlight, the other recommendation uh, is number seven further down the list, which basically entails um, providing assistance for uh, building schools and supporting Afghan youth. This is such an important thing. I think it's great. But the problem is, you know, once you lose that security umbrella, once the U.S. military presence is gone, it's going to, I think it's going to be a lot harder to be able to, to um, support 
uh, diplomats and, and U.S. Uh, aid workers on the ground, it's going to be harder to uh, manage and maintain that support when you don't have the U.S. military there to provide protection. So I think that's a big challenge. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you there. Um, you know, there, there are a couple other challenges that flow uh, from similar considerations with respect to some of their other recommendations. So their, their recommendation number eight about keeping contract support and contractors um, in Afghanistan is also going to be, uh, I think, problematic in some ways, in so much as the U.S. Taliban agreement, right, specifies that U.S. contractors need to go. There's questions to your point about, you know, if the U.S. military leaves, are U.S. contractors going to want to stay in whatever security environment remains? Um, but it is a critical point. And, and interestingly, Lindsey Billing had an article out in the New York Times magazine that suggests that perhaps U.S. contractors would be willing to stay if the price is right in a post-withdrawal environment. So that's an interesting point as well. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it's a great piece in New York, New York Magazine, I think. Um, you know, one final point to, to note here is that um, this document indicates that this series of recommendations was developed in consultation with senior leadership from the parliament of, of Afghanistan. So I think it's important to highlight that this really represents um, you know, perspectives within Afghanistan, within the government, or at least within parliament. Um, and I think that's sort of a, a sort of a, a useful indication of who is really um, behind, not who's behind these recommendations, but the types of inputs, where they're coming from. So it's important, in other words. And I hope that, that the U.S. Congress gives these uh, recommendations a good look, even though you and I can both agree that uh, some are more real realistic than others. Um, thank you very much. This, I was here with John Troden. I'm uh, Michael Kugelman. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Thanks, Michael.